Hey everyone, the time has come. It is finally Halloween, and here's my video. I hope you're all safe tonight. Remember, don't drink and drive. And if you're taking your little ones trick-or-treating, have fun. If you have a story you want to share just like one of these, you can send it at southerncannibal.com. All that being said, let's get into these spooky Halloween horror stories. And remember everyone, to always stay hungry. This happened around four years ago when I was in eighth grade. It was Halloween 2017, and I was going with my two best friends. For the sake of this story, we'll call them J and A. For some context, we all live on the same street. J's house is first, then mine, and then A's. We were in eighth grade, so our parents always let us go by ourselves. We left around six and we had planned to stay out until 9.30, but that didn't happen. Now, for the first 90 minutes, things were going fine. We got to one road that was kind of far away from the rest. It was fine until we got about halfway down the street. We got to this one house that wasn't really decorated like the rest. There was only one pumpkin on the front porch. We rang the doorbell, and this dirty-looking man answered the door. He just seemed really creepy to me. I could tell that my friends were getting creeped out too. He just kept asking us if we wanted to go inside. And at one point, he even tried to grab A's hair. She pulled away and we left. We decided to just go home, as our bags were already pretty full. About halfway to our street, I then heard footsteps behind us. I just thought it was some other kids trick-or-treating, so I kept walking, but when they didn't stop following us, I turned around, and to my absolute horror, I saw that creepy man from that house following us. I then screamed for my friends to run. We all ran into Jay's house, since his house was the closest. His mom had asked us what was going on. We told her what was going on, and she called the police. While she was on the phone with the police, I looked out the window, and what I saw next almost made me crap myself. I saw the same man walking down the street. I told Jay's mom. After I told her, we heard the police show up. To my knowledge, all that really happened was he received some kind of warning from the police. I don't really know of anything else, but we haven't had any more trouble with him since and hopefully it stays that way. In October of 2019, I went to a Halloween costume ball hosted at our local art gallery, which was actually organized by a Unitarian Universalist Spiritual Center, whose members I have close ties with. It was a typical party, but had a few ceremonial attributes to celebrate Samhain. I dressed up as the Red Death from Phantom of the Opera and basically went alone, thus waiting for a friend who did eventually come to meet up with me later in the night. Before that, I've had the most bizarre experience. Bizarre as in I was unable to imagine a clear explanation behind this circumstance. I still can't think of one to this day. 
So after dancing to the music and sipping a couple of drinks, I was interested enough to purchase a photographic or a reading from this lady at a little booth. I sat down and she instructed me to take off my skull mask and firmly line my palms on a flat silver machine linked to her laptop. I was then instructed to look into a camera and after a few minutes, my image appeared on the screen with a mix of transparent colors and various measuring charts. I was further intrigued and listened to the lady's explanations concerning chakras and the like. As I was trying to pay attention to her, something in my peripheral vision distracted me a bit. I decided to look directly ahead, and to my surprise, a group of four sitting at a table was staring and smiling right back at me. Three men and one woman. If their expressions weren't friendly, they were most definitely flirtatious. I can't really recall if they ever blinked. I was a bit weirded out, especially since I wasn't wearing my skull mask. I didn't even think to wave back a hello. So I just ignored them and listened further to the lady's interesting lecture, helping me examine my aura. At the same time, I couldn't help but feel like I'm being stared down from the distance. I looked up ahead again and it was the same group checking me out. They just kept looking at me, without even signaling me to walk over to their table. I knew I wasn't hallucinating, because I've blinked, and the group was still there, not making a single move. To be honest, I swear I've never met this group before, so I really don't know why they were staring at me like they already knew me closely. While not making it a big deal, the lady finished up what she wanted to teach me. I then paid her, and just got up to go to the restroom. I brushed off that stranger experience as nothing. Afterwards, my friend found me, and we just chatted until we had to leave for his mother's birthday outing. Interestingly enough, I then realized that the group had never approached me after my aura session. I wonder what that was all about. Out of stubborn curiosity, I searched through the entire venue and still didn't find them. Well, that's pretty much it. Hopefully you're never as spooked out as I was. This happened in Brisbane, Australia, and I was 15 at the time. It was Halloween night, and me and my siblings were getting ready to go trick-or-treating. The night started off pretty good, and we got a lot of candy. I wasn't expecting to get a lot of candy, as the town we were in wasn't really the safest. There was a lot of teenage crime happening at the time. Anyway, we get to this one street, and straight away it just looks suspicious as hell. I was on alert, but being the only guy, I had to be sure that if anything happened, I would protect my siblings at all costs. Back around that time, I was doing a lot of Muay Thai, and had been in many fights at that point, so I wasn't too scared about anyone trying to come after us. Anyways, we get to this one house, and it had trash all over the driveway, as well as junk all over the lawn. My sibling knocked on the door, and then this old out of shape trashy looking guy answered the door. He just stared at my sibling, before then asking, How much candy did you get tonight? That's a very pretty costume. After the small talk, 
He went on to say that the candy's inside, and if we wanted candy, we'd have to walk inside his house to retrieve it. I kind of just looked at him like, uh, what? Thinking it's a joke, but then he says it again, that we have to come inside for it. I looked at my sister, and she's frozen with fear, and so are the other kids. That's when I yell to run, and we all just run down the street, getting the hell away from that creepy-ass old man and whatever he had planned. Thankfully, he didn't come after us. When I knew we were safe and had enough distance between us and the man, I then called my dad and I told him what happened. Thankfully, he was just around the corner. Apparently, a few people had heard our screams and had actually witnessed the whole thing when we had ran away from the creepy old man's doorstep. And not wanting to risk it, they had called the cops for us. My dad and stepmom went to their house and started yelling at the creep and his 30-year-old son. The cops did show up and we gave them all the information and we told them what he said to us. As you can imagine, since legally the man didn't actually do anything to us, just tried to persuade us into his home, really not much could be done. The cops just gave him a warning and they told him not to try something like that again or else there would be real consequences the next time. They also warned kids to stay away from his house on Halloween for the future. So yeah, that's my Halloween story. This happened last year on Halloween. I was 18 at the time, and my best friend Andrew was 17. We both thought at the time that we were too old for trick-or-treating, but we also thought handing out candy was lame. I then came up with an idea. There was this old abandoned house that was close to mine. I wanted to go look around inside the house because I thought it would be a good idea for Halloween. However, Andrew didn't think it was a good idea, but being an idiot, I told him to stop being a baby. We then waited until it was trick-or-treating time before heading to the house. We were carrying flashlights with us so we could see. When we headed out of my house into the abandoned house, I noticed all the kids trick-or-treating and I felt like gagging. Somehow, one part of me always really hated Halloween and I never understood why. I really didn't know why. Maybe it was just because I thought Halloween sucked, but this abandoned house thing was really making me excited. But anyways, Eventually, we both got to the old house, and I smiled, looking up at it. Of course, since it was abandoned, it was a huge mess, and a few of the windows had boards over them. Andrew then mentioned that we should just go home because he didn't want to spend the night in jail. I told him to stop being a baby, and then, without another word, I headed up to the front door. I then reached for the doorknob. I was half expecting the door to be locked, because that is what most people did. But the door actually opened, and then me and Andrew just looked at each other. I was worried. Andrew told me we couldn't back down, so we walked into the house. I followed behind him, and then we were standing in the front hall, and then I noticed the house had two floors. We turned on our flashlights, and they were very bright, so their light actually covered most of the area up. Andrew told me he was going to look upstairs, and he told me to stay downstairs. 
and without another word, he headed up the stairs. I sighed deeply before heading off, and I then walked into an empty room. All of the furniture was gone. There wasn't anything in the room, and for some reason, I was hoping to see something creepy, or at least a bug or bat. Suddenly, I thought I heard a loud noise behind me. I then turned around to notice something, but I couldn't see anything because I wasn't using my flashlight. After realizing that, I used my flashlight and aimed it at the noise, but whatever made the noise was gone. I walked out of the room into the hallway, wondering what my eyes had seen or if I just imagined it. I started mumbling about how stupid this was, and I decided it was time to go find Andrew and leave. But I noticed the room in front of me, and I then realized it was probably the kitchen, and decided to go check it out. I headed off, and then poked my head into the room, moving my flashlight around. I didn't really see anything but the normal kitchen stuff. I then walked into the kitchen, wondering if there was anything else in there and not just dust and cobwebs. Just then, I stepped on something that almost caused my foot to shoot out from under me, but I moved back and looked down using my flashlight, and I noticed it was a big kitchen knife. I wanted to bend down and pick it up, but I then realized I probably shouldn't do that, so I didn't touch it. I then wondered why a knife was inside an abandoned house, but I didn't question it, and so I headed out of the room and back to the hallway. I was just about to go explore more of the rooms when I then heard a loud scream and I realized it was Andrew. I ran upstairs and I heard Andrew yelling at something, sounding terrified. When I got to where the screaming was, which was a dark empty bedroom, I used my flashlight and I then noticed Andrew. I then noticed Andrew was sitting in the back corner of the room and I then noticed that there was also someone else in the room. For some reason, the other person didn't seem to notice me, and I saw Andrew holding his flashlight like a teddy bear. I actually cleared my throat, and the person turned around, and I noticed they were taller than both me and Andrew. I couldn't really tell if it was a male or female, because they had some kind of creepy Halloween mask on, but they weren't holding a weapon for some reason. Hey, leave my friend alone. I then shouted at the person, which was probably a bad idea, because the person actually laughed, and I felt anger bubbling up inside of me. I knew what I was about to do was a stupid idea, but it was the only thing I could think of. So I then threw my flashlight as hard as I could at the person. The flashlight hit the person in the face, which made them shout in pain, giving Andrew enough time to get away from them. We both ran downstairs and I could hear the person yelling at us, but we didn't look back as we just ran out of the house and down the street before stopping. We then stopped on the sidewalk. I bent over, breathing heavily, and I groaned under my breath. Then Andrew pulled out his cell phone, saying he was going to call the police about what happened. A few minutes later, I had saw Andrew looking annoyed. He told me that the police thought it was a joke because it was Halloween. I was annoyed because we both knew it wasn't a trick, but I decided to check up on it. We then headed back to my house, 
where I then grabbed a laptop I had and started working on it. Well, about five minutes later, I couldn't find anything. I just sighed softly before shutting the laptop and groaning under my breath. After that, we both kind of just looked at each other. I realized that the person must have been using the house because it was empty and there was no one else living in it. And even if the person was a thief or killer, they were probably using that house as a hideout. After that, me and Andrew decided we weren't going to do anything crazy anymore for Halloween. And then moving forward, we're just going to help my parents hand out candy. And that's probably for the best. This happened when I was in elementary school. We had a physical education teacher in first grade. Everyone thought he was cool because we used to play games with him, and I think everyone can agree that as a kid, you really liked that kind of thing. The thing was, he was giving certain girls these really gross looks. I'm a woman myself, and now that I think about it, it's anything but comfortable. Everything was normal, or my classmates and I thought... The school year was coming to an end and the teacher informed us that we would get a new physical education teacher because our old one would no longer be teaching. Everyone in my class was sad. I forgot about this teacher for the past few years until an old schoolmate told me why the teacher was fired. When I found out why he was fired, chills ran down my spine. As it so happens, the teacher got fired for doing bad things to kids. He always had a camera with him, which I found really strange at the age of six, but I didn't really think much about it then. He would photograph girls doing sports exercises, but if you think that's the whole story, then you're wrong. So anyways, here's the part that you all came for. A few years passed, and my friends and I had a Halloween party. We went everywhere to go trick-or-treating, well, we rang the bell at a house, and then my old PE teacher answered the door. He gave us a really disgusting look, and then said, Oh, my children, how you have grown so much. You girls have turned out so beautiful. And he had looked at our breasts. I was disgusted, and I think it showed on my face. He then looked at me and asked me in a kind of baby voice, why are you looking like that? Haven't you missed me? And then he laughed. No one else even laughed, and he just stood there leaning against the door and looked at us for what felt like five minutes. Then one of my friends said, Um, are you going to give us some candy or not? He then turned and he handed us some Snickers. We left his property and walked on. After a few more feet... I turned around and I saw him walking behind us. I then said to my friends, Um, could it be that he's following us? They all turned and we started walking faster. We went to some more houses and got some more treats. I had a strange feeling in my stomach though, but I didn't think anything of it. I turned to make sure that no one was behind us. There he was. He had walked behind us at a great distance. I turned back to my friends and then said for fun, Does he want our sweets or something? Why is he chasing us? My best friend turns around after a few minutes 
and then yells. Guys, run! He's following us, and it looks like he has a knife in his hand. We ran as fast as we could and hid behind the bushes. We then saw him run past us with a knife. I really got goosebumps. After what seemed like forever, we dared to get out of the bushes and then ran to my best friend's house. We didn't say a word about what just happened. To this day, we haven't talked about it. That evening, we all drove home, afraid that he was still outside looking for us. I'm really glad that I got out of this situation safely and that I wasn't murdered. I'm a night shift police officer in a small southern town. On Halloween night, 2021, I experienced fear in a way that I never even thought possible. I patrol the south side of town, which is especially rural with little population. A river flows and acts as a boundary in between towns. Near the river is a rather dark stretch of highway. It only has two destinations a dual-building senior center, and an old abandoned car wash. The car wash in question, called Loopers, is locally famous. It has a rich and terrifying history that begins in the early 2000s. The original owner died in a tragic fire. His widowed wife, Susan, then took over. According to the myth, Susan intentionally set the fire, killing him to collect the life insurance. After Susan took over, she birthed their child. The stress of running a business and raising an infant was way too much, so she set fire to the car wash. A true pyro, I'd say, but she wasn't so lucky the second time. She was charged with arson and insurance fraud. Well, she apparently killed herself before going before a judge, and it was never known what happened to the baby. Teenagers visit the car wash year-round. It's tradition to talk to Susan through a Ouija board. They often call 911, adamant that they saw Susan. They claim to hear babies crying, children playing, and women screaming, etc. You know, the usual paranormal cliches. I never believed any of it. I never witnessed anything paranormal, and without proof, refused to play along. It's safe to say that I'm a believer now. It was around 3 a.m. on Halloween night. All of the trick-or-treaters were sound asleep, and the city was quiet. I received a call for suspicious circumstances. The location? You guessed it. The creepy old car wash that was undoubtedly being visited by obnoxious teenagers. The caller had stated that there was apparently a baby crying in the area. The caller was asked to stay on scene until I arrived, but refused. They didn't want their parents to uncover their curfew-violating shenanigans. I arrived to the pitch-black area. The dim light from the senior center across the street just barely lit the lot. The senior center was nearly as dead as the people inside. I slowly walked the area, half expecting to find a teenager separated from their group. I discovered a portion of the car wash that appeared to be a former supply closet. It was covered in graffiti, as was most of the building. I opened the door and found nothing but bricks and trash. It was a small room with scribbles on the walls. 
I didn't find any hooligans, scary ghosts, or crying kids, so I decided to leave. But just as I walked away, I heard that sound that stole whatever innocence was left in my 25-year-old body. That's right, it was the faint sound of a baby. At first, it was so vague that I just figured it was an animal of sorts. But as I listened closer, mixed with my booming heartbeat, was unquestionably the cries of a baby. I stepped towards the same room I exited, and sure enough, the sound was inside. I was frightened, but even more baffled. I attempted to turn on my body camera, but of course, the battery had died. I knew whatever was happening was not explainable, so I rummaged for my phone and started a video. Confused and terrified, I walked closer to the door. The sound became louder. It was clear as day. I attempted to open the door, but for some reason it was jammed. The attached video is the short sequence of events. The craziest part of this experience? That's easy. I have no memory of turning around, stepping away, and looking towards my patrol vehicle. Furthermore, I never even ended the video. I never even touched it. It was positioned in my vest pocket below my radio, hands-free. The video doesn't show me prying the steel door open. When I did, there was nothing inside, and the noise had stopped. Adding to the strangeness, the room was significantly colder than before. It was a mid-50s night, but that room felt sub-30. I left in a hurry, and I didn't tell a single soul. I've watched the video twice, and that's it, and it still shocks me. Before this, my wife was the only other viewer of the video. She believes that I may have been a target of a cruel prank. Maybe a group of teenagers set up speakers and just hid them very, very well. I suspect that she only says that to make me feel better, though. Sometimes when I'm sleeping, I wake up to the sound of crying, unsure whether it was a nightmare or reality. All I know is I am never, ever going back to that car wash. Hey, everyone. This is a story that I remember recently while talking to my friends about stuff we used to do in high school. For clarification, I'm a female, and the story happened around 2015 to 2016. I also went to school in a small southern town where news spreads very fast. When the story happened, my friends and I were juniors in high school. We were kind of the nerdy outcasts at my school and we tended to play get-togethers all around the holidays. Usually, we would just play video games, order pizza, you know, all that good stuff. We were planning our usual Halloween get-together for the year, when gossiping was spreading around about a huge Halloween party that was taking place just outside of our town. My friends and I weren't interested, but a lot of girls at our school were. Guys from other high schools were inviting them and a lot of other teenage girls to the party. Me and a couple of my friends were invited too, but like I said, we just weren't interested. The party was said to have tons of weed and alcohol at it, and my friends and I were pretty clean and sober. Though because of how small, boring, and religious our town was, a lot of teens were willing to get involved in some trouble, 
especially if it involves drugs and alcohol. After Halloween, we had police at our school asking questions to specific students and even interrupting our classes to talk to people. Well, as it turns out, it wasn't a harmless Halloween party hosted by some teenage boys. It was actually a Halloween party hosted by creepy old men who had paid teenage boys to lure teenage girls to their house. They were found out because some girls tried to leave the party and were then stopped by one of the men. Our girl had brought her boyfriend and he stepped in to try and help her. One of the men got so furious by this that he ended up beating the shit out of the boyfriend to the point of unconsciousness. A neighbor close by where the party was called the police and the men were then arrested swiftly. When the police searched the house, there were drugs, guns, and voicemails talking about kidnapping and selling some of the girls at the party. They even found text messages where they were taking pictures of the girls at the party for the approval of whoever they were talking to. The arrests and evidence spread like wildfire in our town. All of the people, especially parents, were terrified. I remember that some of the kids at our school had even moved away after that incident. I graduated college pretty recently, and the story came up again at another Halloween get-together with my friends. It's still terrifying to think what might have happened if the police weren't called. What horrible things would have happened to our classmates if nobody witnessed anything? We all agree that it was sheer luck that everybody made it out okay, and that the boyfriend who stepped in recovered at the hospital. Just remember to be careful out there. You really never know what can happen. <laughs>